Hello, and welcome to the Relatable Homeschoolers podcast. I'm Harmony Harkema, and my co-hosts are Annie Carlson and Heather Gerwing. We are three ordinary homeschooling moms with nine kids ranging in age from early elementary to high school, and our homeschools are anything but Pinterest perfect. Whether you are a veteran homeschooler, a new homeschooler, or just homeschool curious, we want to encourage you in your homeschooling journey and offer you practical tips and tools to make your homeschooling life easier and more fun. We're so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Relatable Homeschoolers. This is episode 35, and we're going to be talking tonight about homeschooling as a calling, but not as your identity and what that means. Let's start out by defining what a calling is. People often think of your job or your vocation, what you're getting paid to do, a career, but a calling is not necessarily just a job or a career. It can be the primary thing that you spend your time on, but that is not always what it is. What it is, though, is something that you feel compelled to do. It can be a practice or a way of living. And so homeschooling can be a calling and fit into that. But I think as homeschool moms, one of the things that we wanted to talk about in this episode and to encourage you to do is to keep that serious important and valuable calling of homeschooling your children separate from your identity as a person. Mm. Annie and Heather are here with me tonight, and we want to talk about what does it look like to have homeschooling as a calling, but not as an identity? And what do you need as a homeschool mom in order to have a healthy mental space about your calling? I think you need to have your own identity. You are only going to be homeschooling for a season. Mm -hmm. Now, for some of us who have our kids close together, I will only be homeschooling for about 14 years, where others who have more children than I do or their children are spread out farther, they can homeschool for 30 years, but it's only a season. And then what will you do? Who will you be? Well, hopefully you are you even when you're homeschooling. And so your kids need to see that too, Mm -hmm. that you are, you are a person with interests and talents and you pursue them. We want our kids to see us as well-rounded people. Um, We want to model for them good self-care and healthy goal setting and those sorts of things. And I think specifically as women, more so than men, we tend to identify ourselves as wives, mothers, sisters, daughters first. We identify ourselves by our relationships and we put our identity into those relationships. Whereas for our husbands, you might ask them how to identify themselves and they'll tell you what their job is or what their career is. They're not Mm going to say first, I'm a dad. And so for homeschool moms, especially where you are full full-time or even part-time, like I have a job full-time, but I'm still also homeschooling. It becomes a big chunk of the time you spend. So how do you fit that in? And I think it's harder for us to separate Mm -hmm. our relationships from who we are at the core. Right. I think about it, you know, if you look at my bio on my writing website or on the glorious table, it says, Heather is a homeschooling mom of four, Mm -hmm. right? And both of you, Harmony and Annie have jobs besides homeschooling your children. But right now, my main job, my main function is homeschooling my kids. It's what I do. It's not who I am. M. So I think that's the difference right there. Homeschooling my children is something I do. It's something I'm called to do, but it's not my definition of who I am. Yeah. I have a friend uh, who 
I started working with when she became a mom of older kids. So she had been a stay-at-home mom for years until her youngest was in middle school. And then when he finally went to middle school, she decided to go back into the workforce. And she really struggled because she felt a little lost because she wasn't doing the room mom thing and the field trip thing. And she had had a very busy calendar and she wasn't even homeschooling. She was just participating all the time in her kids' lives. And so when it came time to join the workforce again, it was a struggle for her to change kind of modes because she had invested herself so deeply in being present with her kids and in being a mom and that being her primary role. So I think about her often as an example, just for women in general, but also for moms who are dedicated to the home where the home is their primary focus. And how do you keep yourself together. And now she's an empty nester, this friend of mine, and she's not working and she is struggling again to figure out what is her purpose. And so she's finding joy and figuring out all over again, the things that she knew about herself when she was younger. So painting and crafting and sewing and things that she had let go for a long, long time. And if she had not let those things go, I think she might've had better balance throughout those seasonal transitions that she's had into kids Mm -hmm. becoming older and then into empty nesting. It is important. I think that we keep things alive that are core to who we are and who we were before we had all these relationships or this job of homeschooling our kids. So if we're talking to a mom who has maybe made it her identity, what advice could we give someone who's maybe thinking right now, wow, my identity is tied up in being the home educator of my children. What kind of suggestions can we give somebody who's wanting to change that? I think find a block of time each day that's for you and your interests, whether that is a handicraft like knitting or sewing or reading fiction or going for a walk on your own, something that is just for you that is not for your kids or your spouse and implement that, make it a part of your daily life. And like Annie said, it's good for us to model to our kids what it looks like to be ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. I think also having time when you're focusing on friends, having friend time, even if that's just once a week or once a month, being able to get away and have your own friendships that are outside the home. And that can be hard to do, I know, with schedules and and busyness, but making time to have friends, modeling what it looks like to be a friend to other people outside your family is important. Absolutely. We all need, we all need girlfriends and we all need face-to-face friends. Absolutely. I love my book club Mm -hmm. and they are not homeschool moms. And so when we get together, I mean, they'll ask me, what are the kids up to? You know, we'll talk about our children, but it's not all homeschooling talk. And so we'll talk books. We all love to cook. And so we'll talk about cooking or we'll talk about food. And that for me is really life-giving. It's a night of the month that really feeds my soul. And John and the kids get to stay home. And, oh, mom, where are you going? I am going to book club. Mm -hmm. And so my kids have been seeing this now for a few years. And, mom, well, could we have a book club with some of our friends? And, well, yes, you could. And so it's so important to model those things. Right. And that, yes, our family is important and doing things together is something that we prioritize, but it's not to the exclusion of everyone else. And we Mm -hmm. want them to spend time with their friends and we want them to organize activities that they enjoy with their friends. Mm -hmm. Along with that, too, 
it's important, I think, for those of us homeschooling moms who are married, we need to make it a point to prioritize our relationships with our husbands as well. You know, we need to model that to our kids too. Like we're having date night. We're going out without you because we were two people who were married happily before you came. And we want to say two people happily married after you leave. Right. (laughs) I think modeling that for our kids is it's healthy for them to see that mom and dads need to make a priority of them to having time together. You can do that in the home and you can do that outside of the home. Listen, there was a season in our marriage where regular date nights outside of the house was just not feasible. We didn't live near family and we did a lot of date nights at home and it's putting the kids to bed early saying, good night, love you. Don't come out of your room. And we would have dinner. It was just nice. And, you know, and now we are in a season where we can go out more, but honestly, it's harder to find the time now with kids activities and everything else, but making that a priority because you were a married couple before you had kids and started homeschooling them. And you need to remain a married couple happily while homeschooling. And then after your kids leave the house, another piece of possible wisdom is to not volunteer for everything. Mm. So, and by that, I mean, everything that your kids are involved in, if they're in Girl Scouts, if they're in sports, if they're in a Sunday school class that needs help, it is okay not to always be the parent helper. Maybe sometimes, but don't feel guilty about taking time for yourself when there's an opportunity to step away from the kids and they're somewhere Mm -hmm. else, somebody else has them, they're being cared for, you know, take that time for yourself and don't be afraid to do that and use that time to do something for you. Also, don't Mm -hmm. just go to the grocery store. Don't just sit down to do family business, do something for yourself instead. Go, go get a pumpkin spice latte and (sighs) sit and journal, you know, or not, or (laughs) or not. Whatever it is that floats your boat, you know, use some of those times to feed your, we can't pour out of an empty well, we have to fill our own well. And the times I take to be myself, to feel like myself doing the things that are part of the rest of who I am outside of homeschooling Mm -hmm. and working and meal planning and laundry and everything we talked about in the previous episode. Then when I come back to my kids and back to the homeschool, back to the family, I am happier and more contented and able to have greater patience and be more gracious as a mom because I have filled my own well. Yes. Kendra Adachi, the lazy genius. I've quoted her quite a bit this season already. (laughs) I think we've mentioned her every every single episode. When she gives advice about tackling something um, from the lazy genius perspective, she says this one thing that I think applies no matter what approach you're taking. She says, in our lives, we need to do what makes us feel like a person and we need to do what makes us feel like ourselves. And sometimes when we are solely taken up with the care of these little people or teenage people who have all these needs and think that we belong to them, we start to feel I start to feel a little suffocated sometimes and like I'm losing hold of myself. Like I need everyone to go away so I can just be me for a while. And so building in things that make you feel like you and make you Mm -hmm. feel like a person, a valid person in her own right and not just mom, those things matter so much. And Mm -hmm. there should be no guilt about finding room for those because you're going to be a better mom and a better homeschool mom when you make room for them. Absolutely. Yep. So it's giving a gift to your kids. They're going to get the best version of you. For sure.
if you listen to our introductory episode way back when, Harmony and Heather and I know each other from a mastermind writing group. Mm -hmm. And so when I was working on my manuscript, and it's a 68,000 word novel, everybody would ask me, well, when do you have the time? I just don't know when you have the time. What are your kids doing if you're writing a novel? Sitting there doing their schoolwork jumping at the trampoline park while I sit with a notebook and sketch out the next chapter. There are ways to pursue your own dreams mm. and still homeschool your kids. My kids all have written stuff because their mom writes in front of them and talks about what she's doing and what she's mm -hmm. learning and what advice she got from Harmony and Heather on the mastermind call. So your kids are watching this. They're watching mm -hmm. you pursue your dreams or passions or talents. And they're saying, well, that's what a healthy adult should do. Right. They should have interests and they should have crafts or hobbies or passions and they should pursue them. Or host a podcast. Or host a <laughs> podcast. Well, and that's the thing. We all are passionate about homeschooling. We love homeschooling. We get on this podcast every week and talk about homeschooling. And we talk about homeschooling with other people that we're friends with who are in our day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. But it's not the only thing that we do. And for the record, when I think about the two of you, homeschooling mom is not the first thing I think of. The first thing mm -hmm. I think of is the fact that you're both writers mm -hmm. and women of integrity and women of faith. Those are the first things I think of. So, mm -hmm. and our kids tend to see us just as mom. And so you need other people mm -hmm. in your life to see the whole you and the other parts of you. Yes. That's mm -hmm. really important. A few years ago, we were driving to a, an exotic animal sale and I was driving our Suburban and I was pulling our trailer and I do a lot of the livestock hauling because John works. We were driving on this state highway and we blew a tire. Uh. And so I pulled over to the side of the road and told the kids what happened. And Eleanor started to cry, my youngest, just bawling. What will happen to us? What will we do? <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, Eleanor, I'm going to get out and I'm going to change this tire and we'll get back on the road. Really? You can do that? I thought you were just a cooker. <laughs> and I said it? to John, like, apparently I need to change more tires in front of her. When I think about what she sees at home, right. John is the mechanic in our household. She sees John change oil and change tires all the time because that's our delineation of responsibilities, right? Can mom right. do it? Yes. But that's dad's responsibility. Right. And so she hadn't seen me do it, even though I've done it many times before. Letting our kids see us not just do something that we're good at that maybe surprises them, but let them see us learn something new. Mm, mm -hmm. Maybe start you know, painting with watercolors and let the kids see you make mistakes and mm -hmm. it not be very cool or good and say, oh, well, I think I need to rewatch that lesson and show them that even adults can go back and learn something new and try something new. Mm -hmm. yeah. I took high school French one and two just a couple of years ago because I wanted to do it. Yeah. I wanted to learn it. So, I just learned yeah. how to embroider. I didn't want to learn how to embroider. And I took a class online and then my girls watched me practice and now they want to do it. So that's the other thing. You can open, open new doors to kids or they can go, oh, you like that? I really don't think I would like that. And that's also strengthening, right? you know, to have different interests. So super important to figure out what makes you feel like you. Let's wrap up like we always do. What is bringing you joy in your homeschool right now? Well, uh, my son and I are taking off tomorrow for his epic Wyoming adventure. And what's bringing me joy is that throughout the summer, I knew I was going to have uh, some medical things uh, in the late summer and I knew I was going on this trip. And so each week, speaking of the last episode, when we talk about meal planning, each week I identified a meal that I could double up and freeze the other one. 
And so mm. I am leaving for nine days uh, with a freezer full of nine by 13 foil cans. And my family that is remaining at home does not have to worry about what they're going to eat. There's something for them every night and they have choices. They're, they're not going to eat everything while I'm gone. And so that's bringing me joy. I can leave and I don't have to worry uh, mm. that they're going to run out of food or not know what to eat. That can be very satisfying. Yes. I am feeling joyful over the fact that it is apple season <laughs> and that it's apple season in my backyard right now. And we are getting to pick our own apples and start to make applesauce and baked things and some of our favorite recipes. Normally, I would take the girls picking apples at an orchard, but we don't really have to do that here. And it's our first season of being able to pick our own apples. And we did go down the road and get some cider because I don't have a cider press. <laughs> and we're all enjoying Fresh Michigan apple cider. Very fun. Did you identify? I know you were trying to figure out no, what the one was. But there is a there's an orchard down the road, the one where I went and got cider at, literally just down the next street over. And I told them that we have, you know, 12 older apple trees. I'm not sure. I, I suspect I know what they are. I have, you know, kind of can guess they're older kind of heirloom varieties that are they're not crossbreeds. And they offer, they said, bring them in and we'll help you figure out what they are. So oh, that's fun. we're gonna do that this weekend. We're gonna take some apples down there and see if they can tell us. What kind of apples we have? They are good apples. They're good eating apples and good baking apples. We've figured that out. So it's just a question of it specifically what kind they are. That's awesome. Fun. Well, for me, I had a birthday last month and I got a new Kindle for my birthday. So it's like the best day ever. I know. So that has been bringing me joy. Like it's just perfect, you know, throw it in my bag and I have been able to pull it out whenever. And it's been really convenient and really joyful. I like it. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for joining us for this episode. And we will look forward to being back again with you next week. You've been listening to the Relatable Homeschoolers podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. You can find links to all the books and resources we mention on the show at our website, therelatablehomeschoolers.com. We would love to hear your homeschooling questions. You can email us at therelatablehomeschoolers at gmail.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Relatable Homeschoolers. We'd love it if you leave a rating and review for us on iTunes. It only takes a minute and we'll ensure more homeschooling mamas get to hear our show. We'll be back with another episode soon. Until then, happy homeschooling schooling.